Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Wanell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father. Hey, good afternoon. Today is the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And we're going to, uh, Father, focus on the, the feast day itself. And we'll start with the uh, optional gospel for today. From the uh, gospel according to St. Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the, limp, the infant leapt, leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Father. Okay, well, folks, happy feast day. You know, today is um, a feast day, especially for us in the United States of America, Our Lady of Guadalupe, and I'm sure down in Mexico, there are thousands upon thousands of people, you know, visiting uh, this beautiful shrine, which is actually the most visited shrine for pilgrimages uh, in current day, more than any other shrine in the world. Uh, oddly enough, it's, well, not oddly enough, but it's more than Jerusalem, more than Rome. Guadalupe is the most visited shrine in the world. And um, which means there's something really special there. And so today's feast day is basically on a story that be- begins with, uh, you know, a man who, like Mary, visited, he went on, was going on a visitation. This man was going to Mass. His name was Juan Diego. And on an early December morning, uh, this simple farmer and laborer who had converted to Catholicism from being an, uh, under, it used to be an Aztec, you know, Aztec religion. He was a pagan. Uh, he was baptized and became Catholic. He um, was going to mass and he heard beautiful music on the side of the hill. And he went up the hill and there he saw a beautiful woman that was uh, dressed like, uh, like a typical princess of the, of the time. And she asked him to uh, go to the bishop and, and to ask the bishop if he would build a temple in the sight of her parents so that she will have a place to hear her petitions and to heal the suffering Mexican people. So he went off and he did what our late, what he lady said. I don't, and uh, when he got to the Bishop's rectory, um, you know, I mean, God loved the Bishop, you know I mean? Anyone would have been a little bit skeptical and, you know, a common man comes to the rectory saying he saw a beautiful woman asking that a, a basilica be built, which is going to cost thousands or even millions of dollars. You know, he's like, okay, sure, one, come back later. And so he kind of knew that you know, the bishop didn't take him seriously. And then what happened was um, next day his his father his aunt, or his uncle was sick, and he didn't want to get caught by the woman again because he knew that she would send him on another you know petition for the basilica. And so he went around the hill, but she she caught him, and she said something very beautiful. She says. Am I not your mother? Are you not in the crossing of my arms? Because she knew he was worried about his dying uncle. And, and Neil, he was a good Catholic. He wanted his uncle to receive the sacraments. But according to the, the story, his uncle, Our Lady, appeared to his uncle and, um, and immediately healed him of his sickness. And he was cured instantaneously by the intercession of Our Lady, by our Lord. And I uh, remember every miracle comes from Jesus, but she's the mother of God. She probably asked our Lord to heal him, okay? 
Um, so then, you know, he's like, all right, I guess I got to go back and tell the bishop and because I need a sign. And so she told him, go up the hill. And up the hill he went. And up there he found uh, red Castilian roses, which, you know, it's you never see roses in December. And you never see Spanish roses on a hill either. So there's two miracles going on. So he he picked, he cut them he cut them and put them in his tilma and walked to the rectory to show the bishop these miraculous roses. So when he got to the rectory, uh, I'm sure there was word out to be careful of this guy and the you know the priest opened the door. He said, "Well, you we know we're, we're not interested right now." But he says, "What do you have in there?" And he says, "Nothing. I need to show the bishop." And turned into a little scuffle. Scuffle turned into a little argument. Argument turned in. He released the tilma and the bishop and all the priests apparently knelt when they saw the flowers on the floor and they were looking not at the flowers but at the tilma because there is this beautiful image of our lady which is the tilma of our lady of guadalupe it's the tilma of juan, juan diego and on it is this miraculous image which people go all over the world to see i've actually had the blessing of seeing it probably five times uh leading pilgrimages there now What's the significance of there's so much to to talk about, but let's just to, you know, uh, maybe a shorter um, type of a podcast here because it's daily is uh, it's a place of healing. And um, unlike many of the Marian apparitions where Mary's like, you know, pray the rosary and, you know, kind of, you know, better change or you're going to go to hell. This one's more like she's asking her children to come to her for healing. And a lot of people have really been healed in, in very um, major ways and felt the consolation of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Guadalupe. I've experienced this with many men and women I brought down there for healing and many have come back different, you know, not not like completely different, but significantly more in love with Jesus and more at peace with their past. And, um, you know, it's interesting is that in this gospel today that Bill wrote, uh, read is that Mary is pregnant and the Our Lady of Guadalupe has a sash around her waist which is signifies that she's pregnant. And it's one of the only images of Our Lady where Mary's pregnant, you know, that's venerated. And um, so a lot of people have gone down there, you know, to either ask for the grace of having babies or even women or men that have um, suffered, you know, they've been through an abortion and they want healing. Many have found uh, a lot of healing from this, uh, from post-abortive healing by going to Guadalupe, where Our Lady just sort of consoled them and they named the child and they were given a great grace to move on with their lives and many felt they could just leave that that sorrow in mexico and um i was just there's a great book by dr steve pachowski and um he had a conversion as a doctor and uh, apparently um uh i'll have to look up the name of the book but he was doing i mean i guess he was performing abortions uh, early on in his as a medical doctor and um his a nurse kind of correct him and says, you know, why do you treat babies in the womb like fetal tissue, like or like a tumor? And he says, what do you mean? And he had that. What was the start to his conversion? But he had a further conversion. Apparently, it might be in the book. It might not. I don't know. But um, I would like to read the book because um, I just found out about it. Um, and uh, so when he, I guess, I guess he had given up abortions, but he was still uh, performing uh, in vitro fertilization. And apparently when he was on pilgrimage, he literally heard the voice of Mary say, hey, stop uh, in vitro fertilization. You're killing life. And he went back and completely stopped that. And he ended up uh, starting a, um, uh, a, a, an office for women, a gynecology, gynecology office. Okay, sorry, uh, never been to one. So. But uh, 
Anyway, for its Catholic, it's called the Tepeyac Center. And he actually prays with the women, and many women have found a lot of comfort from this really good Catholic doctor. And uh, so, uh, and it's also a resource if any women are listening, looking for a good gynecologist. There's, it's called the Tepeyac Center. Look it up. It's got some great stuff. But he um, had this amazing conversion. Interesting enough about Mexico. I mean, it's a place of conversion. Shortly thereafter, after uh, Mary appeared and the Basilica started to be built over time, and within like, I think it's like three to four years, if that, nine million Indians uh, or the Aztecs um, converted to Catholicism, nine million, which is unbelievable, which shows you there's a lot of, a lot of conversion that happens in Guadalupe. So um, I just think today you just go back to that line of, of that she says, which is so beautiful, where she says, am I not your mother? You know, are you not in the crossing of my arms? You know, and so, you know, this is this is not just any apparition. This is a very special one, especially for us Americans and uh, for us Catholics, you know, and uh, many of the saints uh, have gone there and visited one. I know St. Jose Maria, I think he went there twice to do a multi-day pilgrimage to pray for certain things. I know he did once and he went for eight days straight to pray. Yeah. And, it, you know, Guadalupe had a kind of a special place for St. John Paul II, too. So, right. much, so much so that he, you know, asked that. Uh, a relic of his be sent there for, for veneration, which we saw. Yeah. Yeah. Which is beautiful. So yeah, folks. So if you ever get to go to Guadalupe, it's great. I, I mean, probably in, in the future, I'll have another trip. We'll put it out there. You know, we're bringing people down there. It's a great place of healing, but today just ask our lady for a special, to pray for you for a special grace because she asked that, that we ask her and she could go to Jesus and give us what we need. Okay, to the intercession of Our Lady Guadalupe, may God bless you on this beautiful feast day, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.